Hey, Marshall. Hey, Elizabeth. Do you want to talk about Lost? Absolutely. That's great, because this is the Jungle of Mystery podcast, and that's kind of what we do here. week we are talking about season one episode seven the moth the moth and this one is a charlie centric episode so we open on charlie trying to play his guitar but clearly going through withdrawal a little bit did i guess this right or no who did i guess uh you know i really should have written it down huh i don't remember who you guessed hmm <laughs> <Shit>. okay well <laughs> but i mean uh... it was it was truly like a, a stab in the dark guess because it was like the moth what I think you might have guessed Charlie, just because we haven't had one yet. Yeah, my track record so far is pretty bad, but you know, maybe maybe I got one for maybe I got one this time. Yeah, I th- we can say we say you did. I think you did, Charlie. Excellent. So Charlie's going through withdrawal because Locke took his drugs from him. Locke offers to go for a walk with him, and Charlie declines. It kind of seems like maybe Locke is concerned about him maybe feeling kind of bad um it seems like a genuine offer but i guess we'll get back to that later i still i I would say he doesn't feel bad but he is concerned about him right well not not like guilty like oh i did something wrong but like you know he did take the drugs and now charlie is in withdrawal (laughs) we flash over to jack looking at kate's mugshot lovingly i don't know I'm I'm feeling you at this point. I'm I'm way over it. Jack Jack might have a paraphilia that we we haven't quite quite been exposed to yet. Um, he came back to the beach to get his stuff. He's Kate approaches him, catches him looking at her picture, and he says to her, "I just don't understand why you won't come with me." Uh, I mean us. Yep. Again, very heavy-handed. So heavy-handed. Like we get it. They yeah. love each other somehow. It's been eight days. Eight? Yeah, it's like, I understand if you had like a kind of a more primal uh, need for human connection, but they're like, again, I've said before, they're like pining after each other. Yeah, like the the little flirtations and the sexual tension, I think totally makes sense. But this yes. like soulmate shit, like, yeah, I need it's... you to come with me. Like, why? Who are you? I don't even, do you even know her last name? <laughs> like, yeah, do, do we even know her last name? <laughs> I don't know if we do. I don't know if it matters. It's it's Austin. Kate Austin. Kate Austin. Okay. I don't really think any of them, it, it's significant whether or not we know. I probably won't tell you Jax until we learn it. Hmm. Kate says that she believes in Saeed's plan, so she is not going to leave the beach. Yep. Sawyer shows up at that moment. Oh, ma'am. He's going to take over Jack's old spot, and he just seems overjoyed that Jack is not going to be in the picture. <laughs> Yep, Sawyer's pretty happy. (laughs) I find it kind of weird that the caves seem like this insurmountable distance, apparently, for Jack and Kate, and yet, like, when when a character needs to get from the beach to the caves, it doesn't seem to take very long. Uh, Yeah, I... I, I, Like, you're essentially just gonna be neighbors. (laughs) It seems like you're not that far away. I can't remember if it's this episode, but they, they say it's, like... A mile or so. Okay. They, yeah, they like say they say a very short, yeah, a very easily short distance. walkable distance. I mean, yeah. I understand it's walking through the jungle, which yeah. is much harder than like walking on a path, but it's still a mile or something. Right. right. You can still have sleepovers if you want. Yeah. It's not like he's moving from Atlantic to Pacific. <laughs> Right. Anyway, gotta be dramatic about it. Yep. Charlie does end up taking a walk, and he's being chased by, I guess, a boar? I mean, we find out later that it is a boar, but those are some noises. Yeah, at first the noises are pretty wild, and then it does show a boar chasing him before it gets strung up. 
But yeah. yeah, again, I'm curious. Oh yeah, another thing is there there continues to be this trend of people hearing really awful otherworldly noises and thinking it's a person or <laughs> a dog. Yeah. <laughs> is that so Vincent? far is that Sawyer? So, yeah, is that Sawyer? Is that Vincent? Is that Locke? No, it's not. <laughs> Locke. Yeah, Locke's having a fit in the jungle, and he's making those screaming noises. <laughs> Locke is shitting his brains out, and that's the noises he's making. Oh, shit. That, that, I hope that continues to be a theme, because I very much enjoy that. When they're like, yeah. when it's like, oh, was that, was that Claire? Yeah. <laughs> I guess Claire's having the baby. Claire's having the baby. Uh, Rosemary's baby part three. Oh, my God. The, uh, the sounds of the boar chasing him leads us into our first flashback, and it's Charlie in a confessional. Yep. Uh, he's describing to the priest the threesome that he had last night. So funny. He says that his band is getting a following, and it's really tempting him. And the priest tells him, he says, life is just a series of choices. So he says, okay, I'm going to make my choice. I'm going to quit the band so I can, you know, get rid of these temptations. He leaves the confessional. And his brother Liam is lounging with his feet up on the pew and Charlie pushes his feet down, which I think is really cute. He's like, hey, we're in a church, man. What are you doing? <laughs> and uh, Liam's there and he's there to tell him that they have signed a recording contract. And he says, you're going to be a rock god. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I love this scene. I, I love that Charlie seems to be a devout Catholic. I mean, just the fact that he's going to confession. I don't know when the last time I did that was. So he clearly, his faith is important to him. And as we see, it's not really going to be strong enough to save him, unfortunately, in this episode. No, but it it's a way, first to like, give some more exposition. Right, yeah. Also, the priest does give what I would say is pretty solid advice. Sound like, advice. hey, life is a series of choices. That's very yeah. true. Yeah. Um, we do have free will, so puts more of the responsibility back on the individual, which I think is important. Right. Um, we're back on the island. The boar that was chasing Charlie is caught in a net, and Locke says, nice work, Charlie. You make excellent bait. <laughs> yeah. God, that was uh, not great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Marshall. So I think we all know I've said enough about Locke, but it does that, seem like he is going to use people. Did that make? Did that scene give you the heebie-jeebies a little bit? Because it just pisses me off. Yeah, it wasn't great. It definitely is like okay, Locke is okay with using people. Yeah, not only that, he kind of gives him this grin as if like what he did wasn't really fucked up, right? Like he says it as if it's like a lighthearted joke between friends, like oh, you make great bait. And Charlie's looking at him like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> he's just like, glad I could oblige you. Yeah, like, that was him trying to bond or something? I don't... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. definitely t tending towards the kind of, I would say, ends justify the means. Yeah, yeah. Is definitely going to be Locke's... Exactly. ...motivations. And they got a boar out of it, so... Yep, you know, meat. Clearly he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, Charlie says, glad I could oblige, give me my drugs. And Locke says he will give the drugs back if Charlie asks him three times. And Charlie says, why are you doing this? To torture me? You know, if you're not going to give them back, just get rid of them. And Locke says, I'm doing this so you have a choice. You know, he could just remove the drugs from the equation, but that wouldn't be as significant as Charlie really choosing to be done with them for good. Yeah, I, I do think that, I do actually find that valid that yeah, you yeah. by if you just 
you know, take someone's vice and destroy it. Right. You have made the decision for them. And, and we know that he does honor that because at the at the end of the episode, he does give it to Charlie when Charlie yeah. asked the third yeah. time. And I definitely thought he would. Like, I yeah. I definitely, I was like, this is, again, I, I, I think lo- everything Locke says is true. Like, yeah. like, with the exception of he's saying he didn't see the monster, I, I, I even think that's because he doesn't consider it a monster. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think everything he says is honest. Yeah, and he truly believes everything that he's doing is right. Exactly. Yeah. He's not lying to anyone. He's, you know, living his truth. It's just a shitty one, I think. Yeah, I mean it's it, you know, creating your own reality essentially. Right. Which is what we all do to a certain extent, but he's taking it. He's yeah. He's very, doing it to the next level. A little a little further than most people probably would be comfortable with doing. Yeah, exactly. But I, I do agree, like, I have to concede a little bit that the way he's approaching this with Charlie isn't the worst thing in the world. I still think it's a little bit, I don't really know why he feels like he has the right to do this, but, you know, he he is in his own way helping Charlie, so whatever. Yeah, again, I, I think it's, it's just, like, I'm not sure what the motivation is, maybe, I mean, I th- I'm gonna guess that it's to try to convert people, essentially. Yeah. Like, lay the groundwork for converting people to be i don't know what to call them but like disciples of the island of or the something island. yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah so i think he's laying groundwork honestly i think that's what his motivations are so yeah, again that's a, that's a good good theory. the ends the ends justify the means so right. he he did something positive even if maybe it was questionable how he did it it right. was still a positive how, action in the end, so yeah well what does it matter right so now we go over to saeed Explaining his plan to Kate, he's going to triangulate the signal with three antenna antennas? Antennae? Uh, yeah, you just say antenna. <laughs> antenna, okay. <laughs> he says it has to be done really precisely, so they're all going to, you know, go to their spot and set off rocket uh, bottle rockets at a certain time to show that they're all ready. And he, he says, thank God for fireworks smugglers. Yeah. <laughs> Very convenient that in a plane crash you've got bottle rockets? But hey, the plot required it, so... Also, these are, these are like... So when it, I don't know about you, when I think of bottle rockets, I think of the the little things that are like the diameter of a pencil. They're about I don't know, maybe five centimeters, six centimeters yeah. long. Yeah. You know, these are like these full are on, yeah. like steak rockets. Yeah, yeah. These are yeah. these are some big, big uh, fireworks. Yeah, he needs a Saeed needs a laptop battery for this little device that he's jiggering. Kate is like, ugh, I know where to get one. She goes to Sawyer. And they have some banter, um, but, it, you know, Kate is clearly just over his shit. At one point, Sawyer's like, oh, don't you go feeling sorry for me. And she says, I don't feel sorry for you. I pity you. Yeah. And he just kind of laughs at her, and then he, he does give her the laptop battery. But I kind of like that moment. Like, just the, she just cannot stand him. And yet, they, like, they are what I feel like is a more realistic relationship, right? Like, they yeah, more are not good for each other, human. they don't get along, but there's, like, this yeah. undeniable, like, tension of people who have been on a deserted island together, right? Like, yeah, they want to jump each other's bones, but she hates him. I don't know. I, I feel like if it was just kind of that, like, raw <laughs> sexual tension between her and Jack, it would be more um, believable to me instead of this, like, always staring into each other's eyes kind of crap. Yeah, it, it's a more believable human relationship than what yeah. she has with Jack. Yeah, exactly. Fortunately or unfortunately, I guess, based on, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what happens later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah, what I, comes up later, yeah. Yeah. We go to Jack and Charlie at the caves. Jack notices that 
something is not right with Charlie. They're they're trying to move stuff to the caves. Charlie's trying to help, but he's like fumbling and having a lot of problems. And Jack says, go take care of yourself. We don't need you right now. Which, as we learn throughout this episode, and especially the more we learn about Charlie in the future, that's not a good thing to say to Charlie. <laughs> we don't need you right now. Even with the best intentions, I feel like is very triggering to Charlie. Like he needs to be needed. He needs to be useful and we can see that in his face that leads into his next flashback it's a trend i think well i don't know i don't i guess two 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 data points a trend does not make but like the fact the fact that with Locke, it's you know don't tell don't tell me what i can't do right you know where someone is like you this isn't you're not you're not able to do this and with charlie it's you know we don't need you right we now. don't need you yeah exactly and i guess maybe with kate it's you know about like not being able to stay in one place but there's like certain phrases that seem to yeah everybody has like their trigger from yeah their horribly traumatic pasts <laughs> um, yeah there's a lot there's a lot i mean honestly there's the implication that everyone's here for a reason but boy right. does yeah. everyone, everyone has everyone led a real troubled life everyone's got some <laughs> shit yeah so yeah. charlie cannot handle being told we don't need you right now we flash back to charlie he wants to leave the band he thinks they're getting in over their head yep. a little bit oh this is okay sorry this is still at the church that so we haven't even gotten into the band stuff yet but this is when he is telling liam that he's made the decision to leave the band and liam says no we need you charlie he says you know we'll look out for each other and i won't let you get lost in the band i promise you know and yeah charlie says promise me one thing if things get too crazy no matter what if i say we're done we're done and we walk away and liam says yeah we walk away you're the yeah rock sure God. yeah <laughs> Well, no, he says, you know, obviously we know it's a crock of shit, but he... No, he says it sincerely, but it's obviously He says it sincerely, yeah. He says, we walk away because you're the rock god, baby brother. You know, like, heavy emphasis on this band would not exist without you. We need you. Yeah. And I, oh, I just want to wring his stupid neck. Yeah, also it's, isn't there a famous British artist with the first name of Liam currently? Liam, I don't, that I don't know. Uh, there, what, what was the, oh yeah, One Direction. Is that one of them? I don't know. Okay. I just I thought it was one of the ones was Liam. Well, this was certainly. I can he, I can one hear direction. my wife cackling <laughs> from downstairs. <laughs> okay, um, maybe it was Liam. I guess Liam, yeah. Liam there's something. a there's a Liam out there somewhere, but this was certainly yeah, before that. Yeah, maybe it was you know universal foreshadowing or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's de- it was definitely like I, I don't think uh, there's definitely some stuff in this show, and I don't think it it like necessarily detracts from it but there's a lot of stuff that's definitely like okay i can definitely see where this is going yeah you know what i mean like when his brother's like oh yeah we'll totally we'll drop out and i'm like "Mm, yeah and obviously we know like with these other episodes we've had so far there's been a big twist and this episode doesn't really have a big twist because we already know that he's a drug addict right yeah oh that's a good point yeah we see first flashback he's good goody goody catholic boy who doesn't want to get caught up in it but we already know the end result whereas with the other episodes so far you know we didn't really have that key piece of information about each character so there was like some kind of big twist with each one but yeah this one this one's a little more straightforward we do know the end result but we don't necessarily like the mechanism is a lot more obscure yeah in the other episodes whereas like becoming a drug addict is like not to say it's not complicated but like to go from not being addicted to being addicted is not as big of a jump as john Locke, who got his fucking legs working again (laughs) 
Yeah, so exactly. This it's just that the mechanism is uh is not as complicated in this one. Yeah. Um back on the island, Sun is telling Jin that Jack should look at his wrist, and then he notices that she's wearing a camisole. Ooh. And he says it's indecent and that she should change. And she stands and up for herself. Hell yeah. She just yeah. says, Well, it's too hot and she just kinda looks at him like, I dare you to say something else. Yeah. <laughs> And thank God for that. It's also very reasonable. Hey, it's fucking it hot. It is very reasonable. Yes, exactly. It's humid. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how humid it is? I know. Ugh. I get especially my now that lungs they move get to the, tight. The case. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I mean. Like, yeah. your every surface around you is dripping. <laughs> it's just like you're fucking swimming whenever yeah. you walk somewhere. Uh, we have another moment where Jack is kind of dismissing Charlie, kind of reiterating, like, you know, he's trying to say, you can relax right now, you know, we're good. But of course, to Charlie, who's going through some shit right now, he hears it as, you're being useless, right? Yeah. So he confronts Jack in the caves and yells at him and causes a cave-in in another early 2000 action show moment. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't really silly, think too again. hard about that. I think it's just kind of, you just gotta let it let Yeah, it Charlie gets out, but Jack is stuck inside, and everybody's freaking out. Hurley tells Charlie to go to the beach and get a help, and he says, Oh, make sure you tell Kate. Yeah. Make sure you tell his wife. His, <laughs> his wife of eight days. <laughs> Notify his next of kin. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. We regret to inform you that your husband has perished in the line of duty. <laughs> Inside a fucking cave. <laughs> oh, God. So speaking of Kate, we flash back to Saeed talking to Kate. Uh, she says, what are the odds that this, you know, triangulation actually works? And he's like, well, about the same as the odds of us surviving this plane crash. <laughs> and then she, she's like, well, what do you mean? You know, people survive plane crashes all the time. And he's like, not, not really. And definitely not. Plane not like this. Like this one. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Saeed. Yeah, so I, I, I thought you would appreciate that moment where he describes yeah. just how bonkers their crash was and how it's insane that they survived it. Yeah. She seems oddly annoyed by it, though. She's just kind of like, well, it happened. <laughs> As You know, like, she seems weirdly defensive of, like, why they survived. I don't know. I thought I it was kind of weird. She's... I get the sense that she's not quite as interested in the more esoteric stuff that's going on. Yeah. Like, she's not... It's just like she's not that concerned about how weird everything is yeah it's she's you know determined I mean? like, yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah so it's it's interesting obviously there are going to be people like that so you know right that, that, that think that you know kind of ignore how strange the situation is or just try to write it off yeah try not to think ways. about it too hard yeah. yeah friggin boone who already has a job <laughs> which is setting off his little bottle rocket I own a business. Immediately abandons that to go help Jack. And yep. he tells Shannon what to do. And she's like, what? I don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> but... I didn't get it. <laughs> but then he, oh, man. he leaves it with her. Seems like a bad idea. I was so mad at that moment. <laughs> Isn't it so <laughs> annoying? It's like, I was we have screaming what, like, at the television. 46 survivors or something. Like, Boone, you've already been given a job to do. You don't have to personally go dig Jack out. Or pick a person that's more reliable than your sister. Yeah, pick literally anyone else. Literally anyone. <laughs> pick a and rock he knows how off the she beach. Is. Yeah. Ugh. Get a fish. <laughs> anyway, like, like yeah. Boone is just constantly the worst. He's pretty dumb. <laughs> 
Hurley runs into Sawyer as he's gathering people and he's like, oh, I gotta find Kate. And Sawyer says, I'll tell Kate about Jack. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. It's Charlie who's run to the beach. And again, Sawyer triggers him. He says, uh, I'll tell Kate about Jack. You just keep doing whatever, whatever it is, it is you, do you do around here. Yeah. yeah. Like, fuck off, Sawyer. What do you do? Yeah, what do you do? Although, I mean, Sawyer, I guess, has actually done... Like, as much as he sucks, he has done stuff, but whatever. Yeah, he he, he, kill, he put that guy out of his misery, I guess. Well, no, no, I wait, mean, that was Jack. He tried he, to, but... A, as much as Sawyer sucks, he has been present on several of the expeditions, and, you know, he yeah. helped restrain Jin when he was trying to kill Michael, and, you know. Anyway, uh, Charlie's triggered again, so we have another flashback. And it's a driveshaft concert. We go backstage. Charlie's mad because Liam sang his part. To a song that I cannot make sense out of. <laughs> you all, everybody. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I got bad news for you. That's like the only song we will ever hear by them. <laughs> you are everybody. You all, everybody. Oh, is it? You all, everybody. Yes. That that makes even less sense. <laughs> Then you are everybody. <laughs> All right. Anyway. It's weird. Liam, like, could they not have, was it a budget? I mean, this was the most expensive pilot. So or did they run out of money and they I couldn't make no, a real song? I have no idea why. I have no idea why they stuck with that. Like, they had the little snippet in the pilot of him singing that one song. And then they said, you know what? We're sticking with it for the rest of the show. That's the only song they get. <laughs> Man, it's just really bizarre. Because it's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna hang up on it too much, but it feels like, I feel like they could have done better. <laughs> Whatever. It's it's just a little quirk of the show. The weird one song from Drive Shaft. Yeah. Um but but I think honestly, it does make sense because it kind of emphasizes like how short lived they were, right? They were like the one hit wonder band, you know. Flash in the pan. It yeah. So it, it does make sense. It is just like a really weird song. So Charlie's chewing out Liam. Liam says, Chill, baby brother. And takes out some heroin. Wah, wah. Oh, boy. There's going to be so many more accents on this show. It's going to oh, continue no. to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. We haven't met the Scottish guy yet. <laughs> also, I... So, okay. I, I've never... Uh, dis, full disclaimer, I've never seen heroin in real life. Oh, really? You haven't? I've, no, I really what I, a I have loser. not. Yeah, what a loser. I'm such a fucking square. <laughs> Anyways, I've never seen I've never seen heroin depicted as like yellow stuff wrapped up in a plastic bag, I guess. I don't know. My my the like when you see it like it was big in twenty four, like Jack Bauer did a lot of heroin in twenty four. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird, but Yeah, I mean I feel like you only ever see it depicted as like the syringe, right? Like yeah, or the, like they they put something in a spoon, they the heat it up and they shoot of, it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spoon. <laughs> the the spoon. Yeah, it is but, kind um, of weird. But yeah, he just pulls out this that's a lot of heroin. Holy shit. Yeah, that is they a really, lot of heroin. It is heroin. a lot. It is a lot. I guess that's the only uh, size available to them. Because I feel like every time <laughs> they, they, the, little... they buy their heroin at, every... at fucking Sam's Club. <laughs> the Costco heroin. <laughs> the Costco bag of heroin. You can only buy it in bulk. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Back on the island. Uh, Michael shows up to the caves. We learn that he was a construction worker for eight years. Another eight number. Eight years? A number? He wants to inspect the cave before they start digging rocks out. And he looks at it and tells them, like, where's the best spot to dig and how to do it. So that's kind of cool. Everybody gets to be useful. Yay. 
Teamwork. Yep. Live together, die alone. Sawyer catches up to Saeed and Kate, and Kate is just instantly like, what do you want? Which is a really yeah. bad move, because clearly he was actually going to tell her about Jack, and then he's like, well, time to fuck with her. Yep. Uh, she says, what makes you think I'd be interested in anything you have to say? So he's like, well, okay. <laughs> have it your way. So he just says, oh, I'm just here to help. He's going to stick around, help with the antenna, and flirt, mm. you know. Or just be a dick. Yeah, just be a it's, douche. It's the same. Synonymous him. with him. Yeah. Charlie approaches Locke while he's gutting the boar. He tells him that Jack is trapped in the cave-in. Says there's a bunch of people trying to help him get out. And Locke says, well, why aren't you with him? And then he realizes <laughs> why he's there. He says, oh, you didn't come here to tell me about Jack. And so this is the second time that Charlie is asking for his stash. Yeah. So this scene, we get our moth metaphor uh so Locke tells him you know does a little spiel about moths and he says this moth is about to emerge from its cocoon i could help it by widening the hole but it would be too weak to survive he says struggle is nature's way of strengthening it and then he reminds him if you ask for the drugs one more time you'll get them back so i don't know about you but this episode like it's really heavy-handed like you know this this show is really rich with metaphor you know and and allegories and everything oh yeah but oh, this yeah. episode it's like i don't like it when they do stuff like this and like spoon feed it to you like that i don't know i, I think that huh, this one that's was interesting a... yeah i that clears up like because i i like some parts of the episode i like charlie yeah yeah i love yeah, charlie i love the growth endearing. that charlie goes through um but it definitely seemed like there was less nuance yeah in the yeah. writing here and honestly, I mean, to take, you know, it took seven episodes for them to kind of, you know, maybe falter a little bit. So yeah. it's not bad. Not bad. No, it's record. not bad. But yeah, it's definitely I don't think it's a bad episode. It's just like, here you go, audience. This is what we want you to get out of this episode. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it, it was very uh, just direct. Especially you know? the scene later when he's in the cave with Jack. It's just very yeah. much like, let me explicitly spell out the message of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like we could have got it from like how everything else is progressing, but just in yeah. case y'all are too fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, this is I think the first instance where it's like they don't really trust the audience, um, which v is very rare in this show. But it it's does also very sometimes. weird because this is not that complicated of a message. Yeah, I I, I don't know compared it, to the other very weird choice stuff like the yeah. white rabbit thing or like. The fact that I was too stupid to figure out Rising Sun. Oh my god. I could have had that spoon fed to me. <laughs> but not this. Hey, I tried to. Yeah, you, you sure did. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we're back at the cave. They've opened up a hole. They can talk to Jack, but he can't move. So they're they're going to keep on keep on trucking. Saeed, Sawyer, and Kate arrive at where they're going to place the second antenna. Sawyer goes to place it. I like this moment between Saeed and Kate because I like their chemistry. Saeed says, I don't trust him. And Kate says, who does? And he says, no, I don't trust him with you. And it's mm. like, oh, are we concerned about Kate? Maybe? Huh? <laughs> Do we have a little, a little crushy crush? Crushy crush. <laughs> I don't know. I like them so much because it's so much less obnoxious than Kate and Jack. Because, again, like, if they were to fall for each other, it would make more sense. Like, they've worked so closely together on all his little endeavors and, like, they're... It would make more sense. It's much yeah. more slow. Like, they clearly respect each other at this point and, like, maybe have a little... Have caught a little feelings, but it's not, like, in your face. But whatever. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. I know you don't. You don't no, care. I mean, it's, it's not that. It, here's the thing. I, what I've said is that I'm not interested in Jack and Kate. 
because it's it's, yeah, it's getting yeah, obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. I think maybe they probably didn't do this because they it might not have been very palatable to have a white woman with an Islamic man. I'll be honest. Um, that we, that's that, probably we, true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's a big step to make based yeah. on the time period. I, Especially I also when you consider think... like it, so this came out in two thousand four, but television yeah. shows are written like a year before they come out. So this would have been just on the people are still getting over nine eleven. So yeah, I don't think they would have done it. But I think another another thing beyond that is they had already kind of picked their love triangle, which is obviously Jack, Kate, and Sawyer. And True. it's like, do we really need to add another guy to that? <laughs> you know, it's also weird because th- didn't you? say that jack was supposed to die first episode i mean like in the original pitch of the show i think oh okay so very early on yeah 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 because that okay, it was so the network as... execs who were like yeah. nope you're not doing that <laughs> we have to have our white savior <laughs> so yeah anyway i think they're cute but not meant to be nope charlie volunteers to climb in the hole they've created to help jack people are kind of reluctant but he's like look I'm alone here, you know, a lot of you guys have somebody on the island, I don't, so let me do this. Yeah, he makes a very good point. Yeah, so we leave him there, we go, we go to Sawyer and Kate. Sawyer says, what is it about that guy, Jack? What is it that makes you all weak in the loins? And Kate God. says, do you try to be a pig or does it just come naturally? Yeah. <laughs> God. And uh, Sawyer in this scene is trying to convince Kate that, like, he is as good as Jack, I guess. Uh, he says, yes. Give me a couple of band-aids and a bottle of peroxide and I could run this island, too. Oh, boy. And she's disgusted by the idea, right? Like, she has Jack on such a pedestal that she's super offended by the thought that maybe Sawyer has something in him, too, right? Yep. And he gets kind of frustrated. He says, the difference between us ain't all that big. I guarantee you, if you'd have survived a few more weeks on this island, you'd have found that out. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what did you just uh, say? Excuse me? Oh, and he's like, oopsie. He says, look at the bright side. Now you have somebody else to pity. Oh, boy. So, damn, like, he's just so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gross. and we get, I don't know, like, I, the next episode, like, I don't know. I don't know that it ever really gets like explain why he's this gross um uh, we'll we'll get into that i think yeah i don't know it's just like jesus christ it's just so it's very uncomfortable (laughs) he's laying it on pretty thick so she she runs off and leaves him alone with the antenna he kind of looks after her like maybe he regrets what he said or he just kind of you know he has kind of a sad look on his face as he watches her run away Um, yeah i think he's kind of always regretting (laughs) at the end of the day the way he treats her (laughs) but i guess he's a 12 year old boy and can't control it i like i don't know really weird yeah we go to another flashback to another concert liam is high in their like dressing room he's got like four girls (laughs) in the room with him charlie kicks them all out says Liam missed the soundtrack and he's missed all the rehearsals this week and Charlie's like you know what after tonight we need to cancel the tour Mm, he says we're walking away like we said we would and oh boy (laughs) Liam flips out Liam goes off uh he talks about how you know Charlie's nothing in the band it's all about Liam he says if you're not in this band what the bloody hell use are you yep um and this I think is the turning point for Charlie Uh, Liam leaves him alone. He sits down and looks like he's about to cry. And then he slowly and dramatically picks up the little baggie of heroin. Yeah. So this is kind of his breaking point. Yeah, Liam... Liam just grosses me out. (laughs) 
Yeah, he's a real piece of work. Yeah. Back on the island, Charlie reaches Jack. There's another cave-in behind him, so now he's stuck in there with Jack. And he he says, I'm here to rescue you. And we have another moment. It reminds me of Star Wars again. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like it this, So, like, this little kid... <laughs> Right? It's like, oh, I'm here to rescue you. Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Um, Kate arrives at the caves asking about Jack. And she says, why is nobody digging? And then she, like, goes ham and starts. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, we, we, we were at a moment where um, everybody's just kind of sitting there looking defeated because of the second cave-in. It's also, I don't know, it's weird. I think it's kind of a, like a, a deus ex machina kind of thing where, like, there's a cave-in, but then all they have to remove is rocks. I think deus ex machina is not the right word, but it's mm-hmm. it's very convenient how they're able to like clear out the the cave by just picking rocks out. Oh of, yeah, like, yeah. Digging dirt, you know. Right. Yeah. And how they find a tunnel that leads to the other tunnel, but at this point, suspension of disbelief is uh, pretty much set in. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's clearly. I mean, I don't know what else I can say other than 2004 action show. <laughs> There's well, been a cave it's, it's in. Like... Let's move all these big boulders out of the way. <laughs> I mean, it's like how people used to record history, like, thousands of years ago. It was not about the details. It was about yeah. the, the message. Yeah. So, I think that's a big part of it. It was about yeah. storytelling and, like, what happens, you know? Right. And, and But it, it, it is interesting at times what they tend, what they decide to pay attention to and what they don't, I think, is kind of where the disconnect comes for me, where it's like, you know, we talked about the, the water, collecting the water, and how that was, like, very specific. Yeah. Like, but, at, at sometimes it's so immersive and realistic, and then at other times you, you're kind of taken out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But not enough to not enjoy it. So. Right. Charlie moves the rock that was pinning Jack down. Jack says his shoulder's dislocated. And, you know, he says, you're going to have to pop it back in for me. And Charlie says, I can't do that. <laughs> and he says, yes, you can. And he talks him through how to do it. So I think that's a big moment for Charlie. Yep. Getting to do Get that. Being told that he can do it. Yeah, exactly. It leads us into another flashback. Another one that just makes you want to... <laughs> Pisses yep. me off so bad. He is knocking on somebody's door. We find out it's Liam, who is totally clean and happy and doing great. And um, we see that he's living in Sydney. So this is this is why Charlie's in Australia. He has a daughter. He has a family. Uh, Charlie's still in the band and he's still on drugs. And he's trying to convince Liam to come back to the band. He says he planned an eight-week tour. Another number. Another eight, specifically. It's the third one this yeah. episode. He says they won't book Drive Shaft without you. So I'm asking as a brother the way you asked me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we. It's revealed that Liam missed the birth of his daughter when they were on drugs. And he looks at Charlie and he says, you're still a junkie. And Charlie, uh, Charlie says, you did this to me. It was about the music, but you took that away from me. Yeah, God. And I guess to Liam's credit, he said he wants, he invites Charlie to stay with him at his home and he can get him into the same program that he went into. Uh, And he says, I'm just looking out for you. And Charlie says, you never looked out for me. So it's like, now that Liam has his blessed life, he's trying to help, but it's very much like too little too late, right? Yeah, for sure. He got Charlie into this mess, got himself out somehow. And now when Charlie's too far gone, he's like, oh, sorry, (laughs) I'll be your brother now, even though I wasn't all those years. Yeah. So, yeah. we, you know, 
just like we've had with every other character so far, we we see his breaking moment, I think, um, which, you know, the first being that moment in the dressing room in the last flashback, but also this, this moment of, like, feeling betrayed by his family, you know? Multiple times in a row. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, lied to about leaving the band, lied to about it being about the music, and then, and then, you know, left out to dry until the last minute. Yeah, exactly. It just makes you want to give him a hug. <laughs> Yeah. Poor little guy. Um, back on the island, Jack is finally putting things together. He says, how long since your last fix? And then he says the obvious. He says, why didn't you say anything? I could have helped you through this. Which, like, duh. <laughs> but <laughs> Charlie, you know, basically says, I wouldn't, you would think I'm useless and that I'm just a junkie. But Jack says he's not useless. And, like, I just, I wish that... <laughs> He had had the foresight to to talk to Jack or that Locke would have on his behalf, you know, because he could have made it easier for him. Not much easier, but, you know, no. having Doctor help him at least would have. Yeah, and, you know, you see a, there's a scene earlier in the episode where they bring like a bag of, of medicine in and Charlie's looking through it to see if there's some kind of alternative. Yeah, exactly. You know. it, like, <laughs> the real solution would have been to give the heroin to Jack, tell him yeah. what happened, and Jack could help him, like, wean off, you know, with all the other limited supplies they have. But no one did that, so Charlie gets to suffer. Yeah. Charlie mentions, which I, I like this comparison, but again, it feels kind of heavy-handed because they decided they needed to say it out loud. He says, this place reminds me of confession. Which, like, it just feels out of place because, like, we had those moments already in earlier episodes like with kate and jack talking to each other on the beach and like they're wearing white and you can put together on your own kind of what they're going through but in this one it's like we're in a scene that reminds us of the scene in the confessional in the first you know in the open of the episode yeah why do they feel the need to say it out loud little things like that bother me like don't hold my hand i got this <laughs> yeah it is weird what they decide to 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 stay like that maybe it was just like you know it might have been that they had other stuff that they ended up cutting so they had to yeah pad out the rest of the 44 minutes or whatever yeah but yeah it's it's just strange i guess but it, it, i mean it, it definitely even besides that hand holding it, it you know yeah it still does what it's supposed to do it is it is a powerful metaphor they just didn't have to explicitly lay out every step of it <laughs> yeah like when the like it would have been when they were like oh the three days thing where it's like oh you know three days like in the Bible yeah. <laughs> or like <laughs> yeah. you know like everything yeah. else that references three days you know <laughs> yeah. three it's yeah. important. <laughs> uh, he sees a moth flying around and he starts digging like where it's flapping around to get out. So it, it seems like he's gonna get them out, which would be great. Michael tries to get Kate to take a break. He says you're gonna kill yourself trying to dig him out which like again this feels so unearned <laughs> why is she so desperate you know like yeah ugh, it's just weird it's it's weird gotta get her husband of eight days i guess he's stuck in the cave flashback to kate to charlie and jack in the cave he can see light so he keeps digging and they're free woohoo he yeah, did they come something. out vertically yeah yeah <laughs> i thought it was kind of funny walt sees them come out first and he's like hey it's the doctor and he just points you know off screen <laughs> yeah. like everyone's digging like huh <laughs> kate throws herself at him dramatically because she's so happy that he made it hurley says how'd you get out 
And Jack says it was Charlie. He found a way out. And Charlie finally gets to be the hero. And it makes yeah, me gets, so happy. Gets all the, gets patted on the back. Everyone's yeah, like, the Good admiration. Job, man. Yeah. Yep. People aren't feeling bad for him for once, you know. Or just looking at him like a goof. Yeah, or thinking he's like this useless little sidekick character. Like, he saved the day. Yep. Um, now we see... Ooh, I can't wait to hear what you think about this. We see um, everybody lighting their rockets. Even Shannon manages <laughs> to light her rocket. Yeah, I was, I was, you know, they could have really just stuck with the expectations where she's a fuck up, but she did it. So yeah, she props she to her. Almost fucked it up, but she did it. She's talking about Malibu with the other woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, oh shit, shit, yeah. shit. She does her rocket. Uh, Sawyer does his rocket. Another surprise. And Saeed goes to activate his little antenna. And then we see that he has a strong signal. And he's like, oh, yes, it's working. But then yep. somebody knocks him out from behind yep. before he can do anything. <sighs> yep. Okay, I'm going to shut up for a minute. You tell me what you think about that. I mean, my first instinct was lock. Okay. I don't know about the... They talked, so they talked about when they were setting up the triangulation... They talked about they were doing a two kilometer distance between points. So yeah. it would have been a equilateral triangle, two kilometers to each side. Mm -hmm. Two kilometers is like 1.3 miles. So yeah. the it's not an insane distance to, to travel, but it it seems very unlikely that... Well, here's the thing. Well, so through we don't, the jungle, it could be like a good, what, like 20 minutes to go that more, far? Well, like, first of all, we don't... So the first thing was we don't see Sawyer actually light the rocket right we just see the rocket that sawyer had go off right which i think is intentional yes um because it means that we don't have a clear alibi we just know we know that okay he was left with it and he set it off yeah but we don't see him physically set it off whereas we see shannon, we see shannon. Set it off. yeah yeah we we specifically see, we explicitly see shannon do it and then we notably do not see yes who actually lights sawyer. i don't yeah. think it's it seems entirely impossible that if Sawyer set that rocket off, that he could have made it to Saeed and hit him back then. Yeah. Also, why would he go through with lighting that other rocket if he was just, I mean, maybe for yeah, an alibi. If, yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, obviously the only person so far that's really established themselves as being like not as upset with their predicament would be Locke. Would be Locke. Yeah. So I would say Locke. Okay. Put him on the back of the head. Now, I th in the episode, I think the, the last time we saw Locke was the second time that Charlie asked for the drugs. Yeah, he was prepping the Which floor. was earlier in the day. I don't know how he would have known about it, right? Because he, no one talked about it to him, did they? Oh, did they? I can't remember if he would have known about it. I'm trying to think who would have told him. He might. I don't have remember just, like... him being around for a conversation. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, because I mean, Kate told Jack that Saeed had a plan. But I don't know if she described what it was to him. Like, I don't know if it was general conversation going around about, like, what was exactly going to happen and where they were going to be. Yeah, and, ask a point, so he didn't know about the initial transmission either. What? Right? Oh, the French woman thing? Yeah. Yeah, she I think we, we talked about in a previous episode, like, there was a deleted scene where he was going to learn about it all. But yeah. that got cut. So, from what we've seen, no, he has not been told. Like, we so still it, assume that nobody really knows about it. Yeah, and it, it would also be... It's also... So... It would be, you know, as as evidence opposing the lock theory, he would have had to have known which person was going to be the last to fire it off. 
You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, I guess. I mean, whoever wanted to sabotage could have knocked out any of them and then broken their equipment, right? It didn't have to be Saeed, right? That's true. He needed like the three points or whatever. So whoever did this could have gone after any one of them and broken their crap. I think he, I think they went after Saeed just for dramatic effect <laughs> for the show. Well, because the, he's already in conflict with Sawyer. Yeah, yeah. It would be easy to pin it on. Exactly. They wanted Sawyer. to go with someone that, that had an established... But team. also, I mean, it, it could have been Sawyer. We don't know that it wasn't. Uh, it, yeah, it doesn't I mean, it seem like he would have seemed... any motivation, but again... Also... We've it, seen him it, do it, shitty things and say shitty things, and it's like, why why are you doing this? But it also, he would have had to have traversed two kilometers in the span of like 15 yeah. seconds. Yeah. Which... So it, anyway, so... At this point, you would think either Locke or Sawyer, but either one's kind of like, eh, iffy. But your initial yeah. guess was Locke, right? My, yeah. Because okay. at first I logicked through the Sawyer aspect. I was like, yeah. it doesn't seem reasonable. The only other person that makes sense would be Locke. I'm trying to think. Maybe, like, the only other person I can think of would be Rose because she thinks her husband is still alive. Oh, damn. <laughs> so maybe she wants them to stay there until the other yeah, people Yeah, okay. She doesn't want to leave. Okay. But, like, that's, like, she didn't even, she hasn't even stated that she doesn't want to leave she's just the, right like one of the only other people that has indicated and like an acceptance and an embrace of the supernatural aspects of the island yeah yeah so but that seems like a real fucking stretch so yeah all right well we will find out eventually don't mm-hmm. you worry about that mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> we see charlie sitting with jack kind of recovering hurley's worried about him asks what's wrong and jack quickly jumps in and says he has the flu and Harley's like, oh, man, that's rough. After all you've been through, kind of pats him on the back. He's like, take it easy, man. Like, just Charlie is just ha- like, he's just, I'm so happy for him in this moment. You know, <laughs> everyone's yeah. just so But also, if he had him. the flu, he should be fucking quarantined all right, uh, don't think from about everyone it else. Oh, you told me to think about it too oh, much. You explicitly okay. told me to think about well, it too much. Jack, the point is Jack. Jack is bad. Secret. Okay, here's the thing. Jack is bad at improv. Yes, Jack's <laughs> a very bad liar, but he wanted to jump in and protect he, Charlie's he's, secret because he's a bro. He's very bad at yes anding. He's terrible at improv. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's got to be bad at something. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. He's bad at improv. <laughs> we see a little moment where Walt asks Michael. If they can live there at the caves, which I assume they do, because then from here on, we kind of see them at the caves a lot. Yeah. So we've got another convert for the caves. Team cave, team cave. (laughs) Kate makes, I kind of like this moment. Kate made a little makeshift sling for Jack, and she says, so these are the safe caves you keep going on about. (laughs) Yeah, that was touche. Point for Kate. And Jack you know, gets all defensive and is like, blah, 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 the caves are good, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, he's like, are you going to stay this time? And she says, no, I'm going to go back to the beach and see if Saeed's plan worked. And then Charlie finds Locke and he asks for the third time for his drugs. He says, I've made my choice. And Locke looks really disappointed, but he gives the drugs over and then Charlie throws him in the fire. Yeah, there we go. Locke says, I'm proud of you, Charlie. I always knew you could do it. And throws the heroin, like, in the fire where they're cooking the (laughs) boar. Yeah, I don't think... uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Again, I know nothing about heroin. A little seasoning. (laughs) I think you can smoke heroin? I'm not sure, but I really probably wouldn't have done that where they were cooking a whole-ass boar. (laughs) Like everyone's gonna have really bad. Uh, they're gonna ha- they're gonna be incredibly depressed after they eat. <laughs> this boar's fucking me up, man. Anyway. Yeah. Also, also, it was wrapped in plastic, which you probably wouldn't want. Oh yeah, that either. also not great, not great. Um, but, and then you know. we see another moth 
flying away over the moth. Brother. So many moths in this episode. Where's the light? Because get it, Charlie's like a moth. He had to struggle to grow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I, is the the message of this episode. If you could tell, I guess another that, moth. I, in case you forgot. Yeah, I also thought that it was more along the lines of like moths are like moth like the saying moth to a flame. You know, where in terms yeah. of like, I think you it, said that when uh. When you are guessing yeah. what the episode was going to be about, which ended up not being the, the metaphor of the day. But yeah, that's no. kind of the one everybody thinks about when you hear moth. Yeah. Um. So overall, I think not the greatest episode, but I now, do. I, I love Charlie so much probably the least. I wouldn't say it's the worst episode because that would imply it's bad. Bad. But it was yeah, and the it's not least bad. good. Yeah. It was the least good. Yeah. It was important, but it, again, it was heavy handed and, and at times it felt like they were kind of padding it almost yeah like they <laughs> they needed enough material for a full episode yeah which is strange i do but... have some fun facts do it this episode has a lot of patterns of three which is a really significant number in the catholic church the uh, catholic in, faith in christianity as a whole well yes but specifically <laughs> charlie's charlie's catholic so sure but <laughs> it, three is significant for a, a huge amount of people yes. in the world yes Charlie confesses three sins in the confessional. They're they're all related, but he confesses three different things. Menage Saeed, uses, <laughs> Saeed uses three antennas to triangulate the signal. Locke gives Charlie three chances to get his drugs back. Charlie yep. sees the moth three times if you count the cocoon. Okay. Um, in the the cocoon in the cave and at the end of the episode. So lots of threes in this one. <laughs> Another. I wrote down some of these deleted scenes. Another really obnoxious Jack and Kate one. Kate would have shivered visibly during the first cave-in when Jack gets trapped, as if she could sense that something was wrong with him. Ah, God. Does that not make you want to rip your hair out? That's so cringe. they cut it, so, like, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, but someone had that thought. Someone had the thought, yeah. Someone had that thought. Not only did they have that thought, they made the fucking scene. God. They made it past the drawing room. <laughs> oh boy. And then um while she's talking to Saeed about like the scene where they're talking about the odds of surviving the plane crash, she would have mentioned her father, which is something we'll learn about in the future, and she would have joked that they've all died and gone to hell, and Saeed would have been like, Yeah, whatever, and just kind of dismissed what she said. Huh. Oh, there's a funny moment in the cave with Jack and Charlie. Um, Jack is like asking Charlie what symptoms he's had, and he says have you had any hallucinations? And Charlie has a line where he's like, well, besides that conversation I had with you an hour ago in the jungle, and he kind of laughs it off. Like, it's it's played off as a joke. Yeah. But there's actually a deleted scene where he did hallucinate Jack in the jungle. Oh. It He would have hallucinated Jack in the jungle dressed up as Liam. They would have discussed the what cave-in, the and they would have sung You All Everybody together. What the fuck? <laughs> that... So that conversation is referenced in the cave, but yeah. in the final episode, it's played off as a joke. So you're like, oh, maybe he didn't actually. I wow. assume, I was talking to Ricky about this. We assume that this scene was probably cut because like we had the vision of Jack's dad on the island. Like there, we get the sense that there's going to be visions to be had. Yeah. And I don't think they wanted to create confusion between like, this would have been purely just a drug induced hallucination, right? Or a withdrawal hallucination and not really anything like mystical with the island so i think they probably cut it to prevent confusion with that yeah that makes sense he, he's not seeing some sort of island specter which is jack dresses his brother singing you all everybody <laughs> um, there's 
another deleted scene where when Kate asks, why is nobody digging? There would have been an extended scene where it became, where it was clear that everybody assumed Jack and Charlie were dead. Like I thought they weren't digging because they were worried about it collapsing because they talk about that. How there's like, yeah, like Michael comes in and says, hey, this area is weak. Yeah. Don't touch this area. And that's I was like. Kate, right. they're not digging because they don't want to crush they don't, to Yeah, death. exactly. Well, in the in the original version, Michael would have said there's nothing to dig to. And they would have, like, everyone was kind of looking forlorn, thinking, okay, they're, <laughs> they're probably dead. <laughs> the world's smallest violin plays. <laughs> I know nothing about this, but according to Lostpedia, which is the page that I look at for some of my facts. Yeah. Um, Saeed says that he has to triangulate the signal, but triangulation only it would only require two sensors because the third point of the triangle would have been the like the signal that they're looking for yeah i was confused about that too because he also indicated that it had to be contained within the three points which is not required not not yeah you don't need that you would just you could triangulate it at any distance i mean the farther away it gets the less accurate your reading would get i guess based on your instruments yeah. But yeah, there was some weird stuff about that. But yeah, also you're right. You would technically only need two extra points in order to check that signal. If you could measure wavelength, if you could get enough information about the third signal, yeah. right? This is not something so. I know anything about. <laughs> I just saw that apparently that's not actually what triangulating is, so. No, I mean, normally like they, like when they talk about it in cop shows, like we're going to triangulate it, they essentially take one signal and they measure it based on three points. But if you have enough information about the actual origin of the signal, you could just use two other points. Okay, well, there you go. We learn something new every day on this podcast. So how did this episode make you feel about Charlie as a character? Do you, you know, respect him more? Are you really sympathetic towards him? Do you genuinely think he's like a a better character having learned more about him? Yeah, I mean, it it definitely explained, it's a much more sympathetic approach to like drug addiction instead of just like, oh, well, I'm a rock star, so I'm going to do drugs. It's like he got, you know, really kind of drug into it um which i uh-huh. honestly think is what happens to a lot of people i don't know that many people yeah set it's out kind with of seeing like a human to, depiction of it yeah i don't, I don't know yeah. that many people set out with the objective to try heroin uh, right <laughs> so i think it's a fairly human depiction of it which is good for a show in 2004 <laughs> yeah um there's people today that still uh are really shitty about people yeah. who are addicted to stuff yeah it's really a a disease you know obviously there are, and again it goes back to the what the priest says where life is made up of a series of choices yes you do make the choice um but at a certain point you're you get hijacked right essentially right because it, re, it, it rewires your brain so yeah but yeah i mean i already like charlie because it was funny but this definitely gave him another uh aspect and humanized him more and and is pretty sad (laughs) yeah yeah you definitely feel bad for him especially like because we get the sense that he didn't really care about being famous like he says a couple times throughout the episode that it's all about the music yeah and you know he recognized in himself that he was going to a dark place so he tried to get out yeah and it was his brother who pulled him in like ugh, it wasn't some you know friend from college who wanted to start a band like it was his brother which just sucks even more (laughs) than it's his family you know family has uh, any anybody with the deepest attachment has the most capacity to hurt you yeah right so well uh that was the moth moth. we actually 
this time we watched two episodes back to back, so we already know the next episode, Confidence Man, is about Sawyer. Yep. yep. I would never have guessed that based on the title. Oh, really? <laughs> so, no. God, no. Confidence Man. I had to look I mean, duh. That. Okay, yeah, because literally we know nothing about Sawyer going into it. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, let's and see. as opposed to many episodes where the episode is focused on a person, like at this episode, I like Charlie more at the end of the next episode. <laughs> I like Sawyer less. Yep. We'll get to uh, that. So we'll get to that. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Yep. Y'all can reach out to us on social media. We are on Twitter at Jungle of Mystery. We are on Instagram at Jungle of Mystery Pod. And our email is jungleofmysterypod at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about this episode, The Moth, what you think about Charlie. Did you think it was a little bit heavy handed on the metaphor? <laughs> or are we being too harsh? Let us know what you think. Reach out. We really want to talk to y'all. Yeah, seriously. If anybody has anything they want to tell us or if they just want to say, hey, you enjoy it or hey, you should fix this, just let us know. Exactly. Because, you know, if we can't live together, we're gonna, we're gonna die alone. Die alone. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna die alone. We're gonna die alone. I think realistically you would eat whoever dies first. As long as they don't die from like here's the thing, I don't wanna I don't wanna eat any of them.